December 19th, 2020. Sometime mid-December 2020, I had a dream that my mother was lounging like a goddess, surrounded by golden fish and bronze rooster statues. Eastern and Western astrological elements made of luxurious materials so clearly on display right before my eyes. The shrine that she so casually laid on was the living room of the last childhood home I lived in. A reminder of the hometown I declared I'd never return to, for that was where many of my demons were born. Then suddenly, I started speaking with another mother of mine about reconstructing her house, which was happening in real life around the time of the dream. Soon after, an elderly Klai man stood at the door asking what day it was. My mother responded in Khmer and claimed that today was Bun. It was striking to me that she responded using an incorrect term for the word Tuesday. In Khmer, Bun is a sacred ceremony. He then looked at me, spoke in Khmer, and proclaimed that the naive girl was a sleeping beauty, and now we have awakened the beast. It wasn't until six months later that I realized this prophetic dream symbolized what was to come in 2021, my spiritual awakening, a faded sacred ceremony, a one for my homecoming. I was the naive girl the man was referring to. For so long, I obediently operated within a realm where I unquestionably followed what society told me to do to survive and succeed, not knowing any other way than that. I learned to distrust the messages my body's inner space had been sending to me ever since I was a child. I developed an ego where my greatest source of love and validation was external. But now, the sleeping beauty is finally awake, and so is our beast. April 22nd, 2021. The other day, I dreamt of a sick woman that had a disease covering her skin. Then I saw another woman who looked almost identical to the sick woman. She was telling a group of friends, I have to say goodbye. I have to say goodbye. I felt this dream was about saying goodbye to the old me. Goodbye to a chapter in my life that is now closed. May 16th, 2021. I dreamt I saw several people vomiting out green puke. In the next scene, I saw a girl trying to defend herself from a group of men who wanted to harm her. Next thing I knew, an axe appeared and she used it to protect herself. Unfortunately, she was helpless in the dream. At the end, she was murdered by being shot in the face. My interpretation of this dream is that I'm lacking control in some area. Death is me letting go of the old me. The axe symbolized cutting off this old identity. June 12, 2021. I was sleeping in my bed. I noticed another figure was lying next to me. It wasn't just another figure though, it was a cloned version of me. Strangely, there was something about this scene that made me feel as if it was painful to have this other version of me be in the same room as me. So I strangled her, trying to kill her. 
it felt extremely real. June 28, 2021, I saw my sleeping self. It felt as if who I saw was the real me. It was as if I did astral projection and I was able to see my physical body outside of my body. I saw three spirits that stood around me on my bed. I couldn't identify them. They were just black figures. I realized I wasn't alone in my bed. Next to me was another dark figure who happened to also be me. The dark Rosie was trying to kill the real me by strangling me. I didn't feel separate from the dark Rosie or the sleeping Rosie. I was both at the same time. To wake myself up, I threw a pillow across the room in real life. I wondered if perhaps the other spirits in the room represented the crows I often see in waking life. July 24th, 2021. Yet again, I dreamt of who I now refer to as Shadow Rosie sitting on top of me. This time, she didn't strangle me. She just sat on top of me like a creeper. September 29th, 2021. My bedroom was pitch black in the dream. I kept feeling around my bed because I had the sense that there was something or someone else around that it wasn't just me on my bed. Then I felt this dense, heavy matter as if there was another body laying next to me. In a darkness, I could see the shape of a body and knew that it had no face. It scared me to realize that I could actually feel the texture and density of this body. I was in so much shock of how real it felt that when I woke up, my hands were stunned, shaking, and full of a tingling pulse. I had goosebumps. I felt as if I had been electrified. Welcome to The Landscape. I'm your host, Rosie Chung. This is a series helping you navigate your journey of healing by exploring the experiences that shape your evolution. At this moment, you're listening to an episode part of a mini-series on dreams. So if you haven't picked up on it now, the overarching theme of the set of dreams is about death. I had that dream where there was the disease that took over my body, um, which symbolized the shedding of the skin, shedding of my identity. There was uh, the, the, the green vomit, the puking. Metaphysically, we're talking about um, not being able to stomach the outdated belief systems that's being shoved down my throat. I was tired of it. This dark figure who I eventually started referring to as Shadow Rosie um, and the fact that there there was this struggle between Shadow Rosie and who I believe to be like the real Rosie, this other part of Rosie, uh, the struggle between like strangling each other um, and the fact that like it, it was that specific act, right? So strangling, which is um, the act of of killing or or harming um in the in the area of the throat 
and what's very important about that particular area of our body is um, it symbolizes our ability to speak up. Um, it also symbolizes as you look above your heart center, um, if we're talking about the different energy centers or the different energy chakras of the body, above your diaphragm is when we start to explore um, our spiritual development. So the fact that um, this harmful act in which we, we as in me and Shadow Rosie, <laughs> um, in which we were uh, uh, doing to each other, it was the suffocation of the throat, which is where uh, we, it's what we use to speak up um, by using our voice, using our throat. In addition to that, um, that is just like the, the, the pathway up to our connection all the way back up to our crown and our third eye where it is um, and this area is where we receive our divine guidance. Uh, this is where we listen to our um, intuition, where we receive like the insight. So just very interesting to see how like all of these uh, different acts of harm and suffocation, uh, violence and murder uh, and death and all these other things, uh, the, the disease of the body, they all symbolized what, what I was going through at the time, um, which in of itself from a collective standpoint is what someone may be, may be experiencing when they're undergoing a spiritual crisis or a death and rebirth process, a spiritual awakening, a dark night of the soul, depending on how you would refer to it. Ultimately, this specific death was about ego death. Um, it's a figurative way of um, looking at the process of dissolving a part of our ego that no longer serves us. Um, it's not necessarily a complete elimination of our ego. It's more about transcending ourselves um, so that we can evolve beyond the shackles of a part of our ego. I am releasing this episode right after the new moon in Sagittarius took place on November, I want to say November 23rd, 2022. This is the first new moon in the sign of Sagittarius after that is not in an eclipse. Uh, so there had been, from 2020, a Gemini-Sagittarius axis um, in the rotation of the eclipse season that took place from 2020 through 2022. My rising sign, as well as my Jupiter and Mars placements, are in uh, Gemini. My descendant is placed in Sagittarius. And I'm bringing that up because... Uh, to me, I definitely believe in, in having this information that it shows how the eclipse season had affected me personally. And uh, when you're, if you follow astrology and we talk about eclipses, we talk about fate happenings, we talk about the destruction and disruption of um, our lives, whether it's on a personal level or a collective level, using astrology to understand our experiences of the moment is so helpful. So that's why I really wanted to bring that up. It's just so fascinating that, you know, this had happened in that particular time period. And, you know, we're, we're moving out of that phase of this particular um, axis of the eclipse. Uh, you, you may know 
at this time, um, most of what the collective and astrologers are talking about right now happened to deal with the Taurus and Scorpio axis, uh, which was just activated last year. Um, and eclipses have like their own phases and uh, lengths of time in which they're going to impact us individually and collectively. So it's just so interesting to see how like this is all wrapping up with that. What I went through when we're looking at these dreams, like these dreams are an example of what I was going through in real life. Uh, which was, I, I was super confused. I was, I was in a lot of despair and you know what, like, wouldn't you be too, if you were having these same dreams that I was having, um, wouldn't you also be confused and highly concerned to be just be dreaming of a lot of like, um, death and violence and just not knowing where it came from. I, I lost a lot of motivation you know, the thing that the ambitions that I had had at that time, they no longer resonated with me. Um, and that was hard because I built a reputation around these certain ambitions that I had. Uh, every day was unpredictable. It was it was just a matter of like feeling up and down, whether it's during the day of itself or just day by day. Uh, I just could never predict what what was going to happen. I was having these painful realizations um, coming across the the truth that my life wasn't panning out the way that I had wanted it to. These experiences that I've had, they're known as um, that dark night of the soul or the spiritual crisis that I was just referring to earlier uh, in this episode. And you may have gone through the same things or you might be going through that right now. But these feelings or these phases are also known as uh, the darkness, the hermits, and or the isolation stages. Some of the things that you may go through during a spiritual crisis uh, would be that you may prefer to spend time alone. You may have a strong need to avoid small talk or phoniness. You may feel as if you can see right through everybody and you know their act, their, their ego, their facade. You may feel disillusioned by a lot of things. Um, you may feel as if you're depressed, anxious, and empty. Empty was a big thing that I had felt during this, this time of my life. And often uh, what I have noticed uh, from talking to a bunch of other people about their own spiritual crisis is that uh, usually a, a huge life event may trigger it. And that could include uh, the loss of a loved one and grief. It could include the reopening of old wounds or just re-experiencing pain from trauma, unresolved trauma. Uh, it could be the uh, a relationship breakup or a divorce or experiencing some sort of like traumatic event. So these are like huge life events that could, um, you know, break us up open uh, to to a death and rebirth process. You may also like start to question your life, asking, "Who am I really?" And, and why am I here? Why are we here? Like as humans, 
In doing so, we become the seeker when we start to like ask questions and just try to figure out like what is going on and trying to find answers that are beyond our reach from our normal circumstances. During this time of feeling disconnected and detached, spirituality would usually like become more important to people. This is when teachers start to appear. You become a student. Um, and I don't just mean like having a contract of a teacher and student dynamic, but like you just becoming a student for yourself. Um, e even if it's just like a personal, individual, private thing that you're doing, you uh, may start to understand your true life purpose uh, and come across information and ideas to help you like move forward and integrate and embody uh, all of your learnings. You may start to experience synchronicities as a result of being on your own spiritual path. And there are many reasons why synchronicities may show up for us. The big one that I want to share with you in this episode is that synchronicities are a way to remind us uh, that we are on the right path. It's a way to encourage and validate uh, that the steps that we're taking, the ways that we're moving forward is aligned for us. So at this point, uh, you if you're ready to evolve, I say if, <laughs> if and when, because again, you know, we have a free will and just because we're given all of this information does not mean that we act on it. That's why I say if, because <laughs> not everybody's going to act on the information that they receive. So when you're at this point, this is when you undergo a rebirth. The last episodes of this Dreams mini-series uh, go over the last stages of a spiritual awakening. Make sure that you're subscribed so you don't miss out on hearing those last episodes. When I was going through this, when I start, started to get um, beyond the phase of despair, I did a lot of Googling. I was searching for answers, um, found ways to explore myself even more so that I can have a better understanding of who I am and what am I meant to do on, on this earth in this lifetime. I want to share with you some key moments from December 2020, which was the first dream that I had shared with you uh, through September 2021, which was the last dream I had shared with you that I believe are part key parts of my awakening. You may resonate with some of this, um, and I'm here to, to validate your experiences if this is what you feel like you're going through or, um, you know, maybe you're thinking about making some really heavy decisions and you're just not sure where to go. So I just want to let you know that you're not alone. Um, there is a community out there to support you. Uh, and I'm, I'm right in the trenches with you making these really tough decisions that are life changing. In February of 2021, uh, so that's right after the first dream, I moved into my own studio. Uh, I'm going to say this now, this isn't the final move. This was a necessary move at the time, uh, but there's one more big relocation I'll be doing soon. And I'm going to share with you that that big relocation is guided, like guided by my spirit guides. In March, I traveled and visited Oregon. 
that state <laughs> it was a place of magic and I had never felt peace the way that I did in Oregon. So that's uh, really, really critical to, to my journey um, and what I am doing as a healer. From February 2021 through February 2022, I know some of you are probably going to shake your heads when I share this. Um, this During this time frame, which was a year, I began letting go of an important relationship. Uh, and clearly, it was not easy for me to do that. Uh, while meeting someone else who has become very important to me. You'll have to wait for the last episode of this mini-series to hear about that. <laughs> in May, I started seeing dead birds that no one else reportedly saw. Uh, also in May, I had a big dream about numbers, and that prompted me to look into numerology. So just one of the different aspects of um, divination that I was interested in. In June, I did an Akashic Records readings and an esoteric healing session. In August, I joined a membership. Um, their tagline is a Define Feminine Mystery School. It's called Rose Gold Goddesses. I was very interested in learning about... So I am very interested in general in gender history and the, the rose... Um, that gender plays on our society historically. Uh, so I was very interested in joining Rose Gold Goddesses because I wanted to learn more about uh, the ways in which society has, uh, societies and cultures and communities has uh, worshipped women as goddesses um, from a historical lens, uh, from a spiritual lens. So that was very interesting to me. In September, I met with a medium did my first psychic medium reading the last time i had a dream of shadow rosie was on september 29th what's important about that is that um i connected with my guides during the mediumship reading earlier that month in september i learned more about like the specifics of my life mission once i surrendered to the plan my the content of my dreams changed at that point so by by the last dream uh during the month of september there was a shift in the focus of my dreams now i was starting to uh dream about like there's a i have a set of dreams where um i'm being guided on my path to becoming a healer um the, these dreams helped me heal more of my unresolved trauma and other wounding experiences. It's helping me strengthen my connection with my significant person. Some of you may recognize the role of this person as a soulmate, a soul connection, or a twin flame, depending on your beliefs on those terms and labels. I want to wrap up this episode by emphasizing how journaling provided a timeline for what I was going through in real life versus what I was dreaming about. This helped me understand and, and see this overarching theme, the ego death. And that's important because once I was able to notice this pattern and observe it and reflect on it, it helped me accept the fact that I had to say goodbye, just like in that dream with that woman, uh, that I had to say goodbye to this old identity that 
I was having such a hard time letting go of. I was clinging on to it. And that is why Shadow Rosie kept trying to strangle the real Rosie because we, Shadow Rosie wanted to be in control of everything. Uh, so what about you? Uh, I, I want to know more about like what a process of death and rebirth has been like for you. What triggered your spiritual crisis or dark night of the soul? What were some of the things you experienced along the way? What helped you move forward? If I have you hooked on these dreams and how they've helped light the way of a spiritual path, stay tuned for the next episode of this mini series, which is going to be about the rebirth and integration stages, specifically about me stepping into my role as a healer. Sending you lots of love, strength, and courage. Bye for now.